0: 14. I guess trying to get over this cold, but <clears throat> it's mostly decongestion that I'm dealing with. Um, Yeah, man, it's late. Late for me. I would have done something a lot earlier, but um, I wound up eating something at like 4 p.m. and was out. It's like 7:30. I'm like, "Man, what the fuck? I'm tripping." Got to do an episode. And I had to do some running around anyway. I had to put some money in the bank. I <coughs> really in my in my uh, ATM card. So, I had went to the store, went to the bank, put money in the card. I had the video from um Tisha tells like most of the day. I just forgot that I had it. Until now, and by the way, man, you know what it is, Jersey Judah, another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel, I want to play another classic jam from yours truly, me, Jersey Judah, and then we're going to get shit started, we're going back over to Diddy Files, we're going back into investigation mode, alright, stay tuned. Um, This shit's called 91 Nostalgia, all right? Very classic feel, all right? Let's jam out a bit, and let's officially get this shit cracking, all right? Yeah. Now, this is a little bit old. This is a bit old. Hey, hold up.
1: Hey! Hey.
0: to the beats. God damn it. I gotta get back into the beats. The music. The music. Jersey, Judah, A.O. like I said, it's a little later than usual, but it is what it is, cause uh, we got some things to go over this Saturday night. Once again, 12, 16, 23, and I'm back with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Now, I got this audio booster on, so shit might sound louder than usual. Mostly because I don't know how the audio or the videos are going to be. Luckily, I'm only going through one 20-minute video. But before we get into that, and we will get into this, I have gathered the documents. I went over this. When did I go over this? I want to say Thursday or Friday, Um, I went over this file here, if this allows me to open such file, oh, that's what I got to do, alright, alright, bet, I was wondering for the longest, like, yo, why the fuck can't I open this file, and I realized that it's on an app that only allows it to open if the network is on, so... Let me, let me deal with my network situations briefly. I only want to download this, this it's like 1.23 megabytes. This really shouldn't be that difficult to do. But I realized this time I am a little bit further away than where I'm usually located. So this will probably be an issue. Let me see something. So I figured this would be a fucking problem. I figured this would be an issue, man. Temporary setbacks. It is what it is. All right, bet. We should be good. I had to do a pause for the calls make sure this shit was still on, on deck. Um, once again, if you don't know, you should know. Um, I went through a little bit of the... Uh, Cassandra Ventura plaintiff versus Sean Combs defendant just for GP I will let y'all know that there is a trigger warning Um, this document contains highly graphic information of a sexual nature including sexual assault you have been warned okay now, if y'all want to catch up, look up the Diddy Files. I forgot what I called it. I think the last time I was on here, I was getting into specifics on the Freak Offs. You know, Diddy apparently has these these parties. Um, wait a minute. So so we're not going to do that. I don't know why that opened up. So we'll close that out officially. I have to go get another. um mp3 or audio player for this shit cause this is just not good um okay so let's leave off let's leave off at uh 15 at the end of page 15 of 35 where it gets into Mr. Combs right forces Mrs. Ventura or Miss Ventura into sex trafficking all right So let's go off of 76. Let me see something. Try to zoom this out as much as possible at the same time. Zoom in so I can see, but here we go. Within a few months of beginning a romantic relationship with 40-year-old Mr. Combs, um, the 22-year-old Miss Cassandra felt beholden to his whims and commands. While in New York City, Mr. Combs told Miss Ventura that he wanted to engage in fantasy of his called voyeurism. Uh, Mr. Combs said that it would turn him on if if he saw Miss Ventura with another dick, all right? Page 16 of the document. The first time Mr. Combs hired a man... And brought to man to his house in Los Angeles, the man, Mr. Combs, and Miss Ventura wore masquerade mask and induced or ingested drugs. So, the masquerade mask for people that know Eyes Wide Shut, I briefly talked about this. Look at the movie Eyes Wide Shut with um, Tom Cruise and Nicole Kidman, and you'll kind of know about sort of this Hollywood uh, uh, mind fuck that's going on. Back to the document. Mr. Combs directed Miss Ventura to perform sexual acts with this man. While Mr. Combs watched him, he masturbated why he directed Miss Cassandra and the man to do specific sex acts. Now, if y'all paid attention to when I went through the academics clip, shout out to academics. Also, check out uh, Tisha Tales. We'll be going over her later on. There was a man who was involved in uh, one of Trump's buildings, the the Trump Doral or or Trump to Trump Daryl or Doral um, in New York City. Uh, This man shot the fucking place up, got into a shootout with the police, and then ended up being one of the guys that was hired by Diddy and Miss Ventura for freak offs. Okay. Going back into this, 79, the entire encounter lasted multiple days. Mr. Cone began calling the arrangement a, quote, freak off, end quote, or, quote, F.O., end quote. He would repeatedly tell Miss Ventura at random moments that he wanted a F.O. And Miss Ventura was eventually expected to facilitate the location and the hiring of male sex workers. At certain points during Miss Ventura's and Diddy's relationship, he would insist on a freakly, or I said a freakly, a weekly freak off, a FO weekly. Mr. Combs would repeatedly tell Miss Ventura that this practice was, quote, our thing and, quote, our secret, end quote. Uh, freak offs would often take place in hotel suites, including the Trump International Hotel in Columbus Circle. Now, here's the question. This guy who allegedly participated in the freak offs had did a shooting in a building, a, a Trump building. Is this connected to the freak offs? Was a freak off located? Just a question. But anyway, hotel suite, hotel suites included. The Trump International Hotel in Columbus Circle. Um, we got a location in Beverly Hills, the London Hotel in Los Angeles, the Intercontinental uh, Century City, uh, Intercontinental Atlanta, the Intercontinental of New York, um, the One Hotel in New York, and in Miami, um, the Mandarin. Oriental Hotel in New York City and Miami, and some French hotel in Miami, the Beverly Hills Hotel, the shutters on the beach in Los Angeles. A lot of locations, a freak-off world tour, if you ask me. This is the freak-off Olympics. I don't get it. Anyway, 83. And by the way, I'm saying the names because that's the I'm saying the numbers because that's the line that it's under. So 83 says on one occasion around 2013, Mr. Combs had a freak off setup at the Intercontinental Hotel in New York City, after which he was charged with tens and thousands, tens of thousands of dollars in damages by the hotel. Upon information and belief, Mr. Combs chief of staff blank blank paid the invoice charged by the hotel. excuse me, sorry, tens of thousands of dollars in damages from a freak-off, from a party party. Wow, gruesome. We're on page 1784. Now, you'll know... By the time we get into the videos, you'll know why I'm going through all this again. All right. So 84, 17 of 35. Miss Ventura eventually, Miss Ventura was eventually instructed to use websites and escort services to find male sex workers to participate in the freak offs. Diddy told Cassie to search, quote, large black penises on the website, 85. Sometimes, sometimes Diddy would pay to fly male workers into his location, including multiple cities in the United States, as well as a or abroad. Excuse me. Um, he required Ventura and his staff to help him make these arrangements. Um, Diddy's assistant would help to set up the freak offs, including now listen to this. Including by setting up the hotel suit the, the hotel suites with baby oil and astroglide. My nigga, it's a sex shop. They turned the fucking hotel into a sex shop. Baby oil, lube, KY. I mean Jesus, it's a slip and slide inside of the hotel suite. No wonder why there's property damage. Vases being knocked over, TVs being tossed around. Bitches being flipped over, flipped on their side, flipped on, it's crazy. This shit is absolutely despicable. Holy shit. Anyway, 87, Diddy, always supplied Ventura and the sex workers with copious, is it copious? Yes, copious amounts of drugs before and during the freak-offs. Ventura was given ecstasy cocaine GHB ketamine marijuana and alcohol in excessive amounts which allowed her to dissociate during these horrific encounters it became common it became commonplace to have a IV fluid now guys 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 listen up so, I talked about this maybe a couple days ago. There's a video of Diddy with the IV in his arm, dancing around and shit, with the IV hooked up. I ain't gonna lie, he was killing it, too. He was killing it. I'm like, yo, what is he doing? Why is he on fluids? Is he dehydrated? Is it the drugs, my man? Like, yo, this shit is crazy. It became commonplace to get IV fluids, right? Right? And days after a freak off to recover from excessive substance pushed into her. Jesus Christ. Cassie was required to dress up in lingerie for a freak off. And Diddy insisted she wear white nail polish to contrast her nails with the skin of black men he hired for the freak off. During the freak off. Mr. Combs would instruct Cassie to pour excessive amounts of oil over herself. Now, I ain't gonna lie. That that doesn't, that doesn't, the thought of that is not, doesn't sound bad. I'm not gonna lie. You know, Cassie is a very wonderful looking woman. And that bitch with oil all over her is not a bad sight. I'm just saying. May the Lord forgive me. Anyway, 90, Mr. Combs. Would then instruct Miss Ventura. Wait, hold up. Where are we at? 17? Fucking piece of shit, motherfucker. See, this is the problem that I'm having with this shit. And I want to see if there's a way. Okay, here we go. Um, Diddy would then instruct Miss Ventura and the sex workers to speak to each other and then would specify, specifically tell Cassie where to touch the sex workers. Mr. Combs will say things like, grab that big black dick and ask her, how does it feel? Jesus fucking Christ. This nigga should work for Brazers or Browse, whatever that fucking porn company's called. The fuck is Diddy doing? This shit is crazy. We're on page 18 to 35. During the freak offs, in addition to directing Cassie and masturbating, Mr. Combs would use his phone, laptop and tablet to film. How does one use? Wait, so he uses the phone, laptop and tablet to record. So I don't know. It's weird. Cassie uh, having sex with the hired sex workers. He treated the forced encounter as a personal art project, adjusting the candles, hold up, he used for lighting to frame the video he took. Now, the candles part. Remember I was telling you guys about the Kevin Hart, Sean Sean P. Diddy Combs interview with Usher and how crazy that shit was. There is a longer version that shows you everything about the video, Diddy, it's actually from a party that Diddy was throwing. And upstairs, you can see in the background, there is a bathtub with candles lit perfectly around it. So I'm just saying, you know what I mean? I'm just saying. Niggas is off the fucking hook. Um, let's see. Wild Cassie quickly deleted any photographs or videos of the sex act. Um if they were taken on her phone, Diddy repeatedly made it clear that he retained many videos of Cassie during free golfs. So what this implies is that Diddy has control. Now this is this is a very, 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 very important fact here. Cause a lot of people will say, Well, why doesn't Cassie leave? Well, this is why. If Cassie leaves, then everything that Diddy has can be put out there. He, could, um, he, can, he, can, he can share it anonymously, 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 right? He can share it out anonymously on the internet and people will know about Cassie and what Cassie was doing. So by control and by force, she was kept around Diddy for that reason, right? So, like, for example, if she was talking about how, you know, if Diddy may know that she wants to leave, then he may call her into the room real quick and like, hey, I want to show you something. And, you know, he has his phone or he has his laptop and he'll bring up one of the videos. Just to remind her, like, hey, you're not going nowhere. Now, if you ask me, that's sort of the narrative of this situation. My personal opinion, knowing this now. OK, um, on one occasion, he sat next to her on a flight um, and made her watch a video. She thought she had deleted, reinforcing her inability to escape and the immense power he had over her. So it's about control. Diddy would pay the male sex workers a few thousand dollars in cash for their services. During some freak offs, Diddy would become extremely intoxicated and would hit Cassie in front of the male sex workers. Um, Cassie was repulsed. By Diddy's commands, but between the physical beatings and recognizing his incredible power and incredible temper, Cassie became petrified of her partner and boss and felt that she could never say no. Ninety seven. okay. he even would present her with lavish gifts prior or even during the freak offs, seemingly acknowledging the ways in which these forced sexual encounters um, constitutes quote work for Miss Cassie and that he needed to compensate her for his work. At one point he had given her so many designer bracelets for freak offs and immediately following his brutal beatings that she felt that she was shackled by his presence. Wow. Wow. You know, I have to be honest for a lot of the shit that I was saying, even, even though it was a joking matter, I never said anything to like personally attack Cassie, but at the same time, this is a classic, abuser technique right or like he gave her gifts to keep her around he gave her gifts to sort of keep her in line and every time she got out of line he just beat her to fuck up from what this story tells okay um 19 we're gonna go through this last page And I think from there, we'll we'll play the Tisha Tells. Apparently, um, there's an investigation going on on Diddy. We're going to get into that. But going through what I'm going through, I'm really just, I wanted to go through, like, the freak-offs and how these shits were organized, right? So, frequently, her anxiety before a freak-off would become so great that she would become physically ill, sometimes at the point of vomiting. Sad. Sad. Um, while kneeling over a toilet, Mr. Combs would shame her into performing for her, eventually forcing her to get up and proceed with the encounter. She knew firsthand that telling Diddy that she did not want to participate in a freak off would be met with anger and violence. In addition, any suggestion that Miss Ventura would refuse a freak off or otherwise report Mr. Combs abuse was met with ultimatums by Diddy, um, who would say that Ventura could not go to the police because she had a lot to lose. Damn. Around August 2015, for example, in the middle of a surprise birthday dinner for Cassie's 29th birthday, Combs insisted that Miss Ventura leave the party and go to a hotel for a freak-off. When she expressed that she did not want to go, Mr. Combs and Ventura, concerned by his security staff, wait. When she expressed that she did not want to go, Mr. Combs had Miss Ventura cornered by his security staff and forced to go. Damn. After the freak off, Diddy and Cassie went back to the hotel room That Ventura was staying in where some of Ventura's friends were already hanging out. Now, this is a very important part as well. There's a woman who was a singer and a songwriter for Cassie. She was one of the friends there. She has an article on Rolling Stones about this. I think it's called A Letter to Diddy. Please check it out. It connects everything that I'm about to say right now. All right. Um, Mr. Combs was severely intoxicated and at one point during the night picked up one of Ventura's Ventura's friends like a child and dangled him over a balcony of a 17th floor hotel suite. Uh, Miss Ventura and her friends were scared by Diddy's erratic behavior, but Miss Ventura was heavily sedated because of the drugs she took in participation of the freak-off. And therefore, was unable to respond to Diddy's terrifying behavior. The freak offs became work for Miss Cassie, and despite her presentations or her her protests, her protestations, her protestations, Mr. Combs insisted on these staged and forced sexual encounters between Ventura and various male sex workers. Okay, so what we're gonna do, where are we at here with the time? Uh we're 31 minutes in, so what we're gonna do is we're gonna go through um the Tisha Tells video. Um <clears throat> shout out to Tisha Tells, alright? And let me see what this is called. I I hope this saved where I was at. Um Yeah, I have this saved. My phone is on 100%. Let me take this off the charger. All right. Um, Let me go to my playlist. Episode. And this is an exclusive. Um, New York City, New York State and Fed special unit. Join forces to investigate. And did he? Let's find out. Once again, shout out. Letitia Tells, T-I-S-A-T-E-L-L-S, on YouTube, supporter. Um, it's only her, academics, and maybe a couple other people that are really gathering information about this situation. So uh, let's check it out.
2: Y'all come in, sit down and shut the door. I got some exclusivity, and we got to talk about it. Y'all, we're going to talk about the raids on Diddy's house Right? Yikes. We got to talk about what's really going on in New York State. And we got to talk about how we all piece it together. Okay, you guys, if you don't, let me stop from the top. Okay, I just did a live. Go ahead and check it out, especially if you like long form stuff. We talk about the real story between Cassie, Alex, and Diddy, how they all came to know each other. We talk about all this, but one of the things, and that dumb picture he put up with him and Kim Porter tomorrow, I miss you, boo, her mentor, her tormentor, the person that kept her in tears for her whole life at this time in this economy, was supposed to tribute to her? You better go sit down somewhere, y'all. You got to talk about, also, people close to Diddy say that he's in a really, really bad place. They are saying that he might be close, to. Uh-oh. Because, I'm again... Based upon information and belief, allegedly, he's not taking this well. He's now seeing that his house of cards is falling down. Mm. Maybe he thought his money, his access, his... Um, money, access, all this stuff would protect him. There are reports that this very godfather slash sugar daddy, Ron Burgundy it's like, Ron Burkle is even distancing himself from him. Because, and I was like, why is all this stuff happening now? When well, I would have told people to distance themselves earlier. Alright, hold on. People are saying that the...
0: <coughs> so this Ron Burkle guy or Ron Burkin, whatever his fucking name is. A lot of people like myself was told that, you know, one of the big mentors and one of the big helpers of Diddy was Clive Davis, in which still, to some extent, that's true. But this Ron guy was supposed to be the quote unquote sugar daddy of Diddy. Diddy's sugar daddy. Diddy's sugar baby, whatever you want to call it. Was the one that was giving this nigga money, protecting him and all this other shit. And this guy is supposed to be turning his back and going, hey, you're in some deep water, pal. All right. Now, one of the things that was concerning that I found disturbing was that interview that involved. Um, It was an interview. With that guy who was the alleged sex worker. Keep in mind, this is 2018, five years ago. He's going over the freak-offs, not in great detail, but enough. Because freak-offs were not heard of 2018 by the general public. Maybe maybe by the Hollywood insiders and people that know about what's going on in those parties know. But here you got this guy that nobody else really knows, right? I think he's from Africa or... His family's from Africa, but he's kind of like a light-skinned guy, and he's from Argentina. So I believe he has more of a um, Hispanic or, you know, Spanish origin, right? And here he goes telling these investigators, like, yeah, I go to these parties hired by Diddy. He mentioned names like DJ Khaled. He mentioned names like Rick Ross, and he's talking about the freak-offs, so, I mean, shit. And once again, this woman, Tisha Tells, was the first woman that brought up that video of that interrogation. Um, She's like, she's doing live shit every day about this. And it's not like no bullshit where she's just making up allegations. She has the receipts and she has the evidence. All right? Reason
2: this is happening now. Is because things just got real Diddy, and this is an exclusive and a no maybe based upon information and belief allegedly huh. is under criminal investigation now i know what you're <coughs> saying what are you talking about with the new york state i'm gonna give up the tapes hold on let me let me pull this up so i can bring y'all some receipts now i know what y'all saying what are you talking about, Tisa? Of course, Diddy's houses were raided. I think there was a report through TEF News that Diddy's uh, house Tisa. was raided.
0: So it's Here's Tisa. The thing,
2: y'all. This is a new layer of stuff.
0: My bad, guys.
2: Diddy doesn't own a house in New York State. Y'all know that, right? He has Star Island. He had a huge compound. Then he bought Gloria Stefan's estate, which was next door to his, for $35 million, Okay. And he planned to build a huge compound. I don't know how that's going to happen after Cassie ran his pocket up, but he built that huge bar, uh, compound or plan to. He has a home in L.A. that Kim Porter lived at, but if I'm not mistaken, he just sold that home, okay? But if he didn't, he's had that home. Did he sold the only property he owned in New York City? I believe it sold in 2018. It sold for about million he had.
0: Funny that sold (coughs) his last property that he sold was in 2018. This was the time where the alleged sex worker was interviewed or or interrogated um, by these investigators. Coincidence? So you're telling me that this guy, 2018, Before the shit even happens, and by the way, to go even deeper into this, he made some other wild accusations saying that DJ Khaled, DJ Khaled, yeah, DJ Khaled supports Hamas. He said it, I didn't say it. This is what this uh, alleged sex worker of Diddy said. All right, so this happened in 2018. Diddy at the same time sells his property. 2018.
2: Hmm. And I believe he had a place in the Hamptons, which he also sold. Hmm. He has not purchased any other property. So if Diddy's home or place of residence was raided, it was in Miami, okay? Now, here's the thing. Let me just say this before I get into what's going on in New York because maybe I'm not this ain't no maybe information based on information and belief, okay? And I even know the unit that's investigating them. Okay, okay. Now, here's the thing. Let me just say this before I get into what's going on in New York. Because maybe I'm not, this ain't no maybe. Information, based on information and belief, okay? And I even know the unit that's investigating them. Okay. Damn. So, God um, damn. And Star Island, let me just say this. I don't know Diddy's house in, in Florida, Star Island, Miami, it's one of the most prestigious, if not the most prestigious, neighborhood in Florida. Was raided because when it's raided, baby, there's no way a raid happened on Star Island without people knowing. It just doesn't happen, and the feds like to announce raids. <coughs> now again, I don't know everything. Maybe there are secret raids. Forget all that. All that. Let's happen. Let's see what's happening in the state of New York. Okay. He does not own property in New York. He does not have rental property or a long term lease. Diddy has been spending, which is why Diddy has been spending a lot of his time in London, oh. in Miami, where he lives and in California. Again, that Kimport property, if it hasn't sold, it was put on the market. He has no address in New York. As a matter of fact, when they come to New York, they stay in hotels. So even if whatever's going with the raids, they do not. It could not happen in New York State. Okay. Now, y'all ready for that? Y'all ready for that? Y'all ready for the percolator? Okay, fine. Let's get into this. Diddy. And this information is based upon... Information and belief, allegedly, because Diddy says he's innocent, this and that, he is under criminal investigation. Yikes. Now, first thing that we know:
0: yikes.
2: New York City. Yikes. Pull her up. Yikes. Make sure I get all these names right because I know you guys want to know. New York City attorney, General, the Attorney General of New York State, Letitia and James, okay, <clears throat> the woman who took down Trump, the woman that took down many people, has officially opened a criminal investigation into Diddy.
0: Wait, wait, what do you mean she took down Trump? Is that the same woman that was like? Involved, like, she's the head person. I don't want to get political, but I hope this woman doesn't get political, you know, because I, I can just tell she's a, you know, a lefty. But, um, yeah, I don't know about that. <laughs> Trump is still out here representing, all right? Fuck you talking about?
2: And top of that, Alvin Bragg, Manhattan District Attorney. Oh, yeah,
0: okay. Yeah, all these guys are the usual suspects. These aren't credible people. These aren't good people. Yeah, these are the people that were um, set set up by design to go against Trump. So yes, these are the people.
2: Right? Has officially opened an investigation into Diddy. Yikes. The federal government and New York State and New York City have officially been contacting survivors, survivors. Remember when I told you guys that that legislation had opened a survivor's fund and survivors weren't registered. They didn't they have officially started contacting survivors. They have started asking for information. They have started officially interviewing people. Remember that article that popped up in TMZ? The day that Diddy settled, where they were like, oh my God, people are saying that Diddy is under a secret criminal investigation. Some they say that there is SA components involved, but there's other components involved. And then remember, oddly enough, an hour later, TMZ came out and said, whoops, we don't know what we're talking about. As a matter of fact, let me pull that article up. I found the article for you, Okay. It says Diddy is subject to a secret NYPD investigation and although it's unclear if Cassie made the criminal complaint, there's strong evidence as it involves S.A.
0: Alright, alright, alright. Now it's starting to make sense. Yo, listen. Yo, listen. Now, I'm gonna say something crazy but I don't really think it's that crazy, right? So that guy who was um, interrogated or whatever the fuck it was Had to be the person who planted that seed. Now, I'm going to tell you why. He not only mentioned Diddy's name. Hey, but all you rappers out here listening, DJ Khaled, especially you, Rick Ross, especially you, be very, 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 very aware, okay? Especially um, Rick Ross. He's in Miami. Diddy got property in Miami, You know, Rick Ross is putting drinks and putting drugs and bitches' drinks, and she ain't even know it, right? Yeah, be very careful. Um, That guy mentioned these names. And like I said, it's going to be this fucked up domino effect. Now, I didn't think that the police would really get too involved. I still don't believe that the police is going to get really involved. The gov- well, the federal government agencies get involved, that's a different story. You guys already know how I feel about hip-hop and the hip hop police. Yes, it is happening. Yes, it is active. Shit is definitely going down. It's been going down for years. But if it wasn't for that interview. If it wasn't for that alleged sex worker that was hired by Diddy, said that he had received a settlement by Diddy and also claimed to receive death threats by Diddy and his entourage. If it wasn't for this man (coughs) who talked about this shit five years ago and we're learning about we're learning about this shit recently, I guarantee you if that's the case, this investigation has been going on for a while now. Think about it. Was there anything going on after 2019? Was Cassie still with Diddy after 2019? Right? It's one of those questions to ask because this could have been ongoing for a long time. And I don't think Cassie, not that, not to like be disrespectful, but I don't think Cassie would go and try to go to the feds because she was so intimidated By Diddy in his power, and not to mention, Diddy was in fact her boss and boyfriend at the time. Abusive boyfriend at that. So, who knows, man? But this is getting very interesting. All right? Very interesting.
2: Told TMZ, and you know TMZ usually has legit uh, sources within law enforcement there's an open case at nypd with the name sean Combs. we're told it's an active case but the case has been locked essentially meaning it's a sensitive case or access is restricted they came back they reported this early in the morning and came back an hour later saying yes sir i'm sorry the next morning Yesterday, a member of NYPD's Public Information Office erroneously told a reporter about an apparent existence of an active case file containing the name Sean Clobes. There is no such investigation at present. Further, the release of such information is not consistent with the internal policies of the office Ugh. of the deputy, um, with the office of the Deputy Commissioner Public Information. Now, the thing I thought about that is. How did the original TMZ article, I didn't read the whole article, have so much information only for them to come back and be like, whoops, what are you talking about? That never happened. Well, how does that jive? There is an investigation going on. It's happening with the New York state. It's happening with New York City. And it's happening with the same people that took down, and I quote, El Chapo, R. Kelly, Epstein, and Jelaine, Jelaine Maxwell.
0: Jelaine his Maxwell. Buddy.
2: That's right. Oh, it's not over. Let me get this mess out. Cause I want y'all to know this. Go ahead. And this is based upon information and belief. Go ahead. Guys, hold on. So let's let's actually read this thing. This is why Diddy is in the dumps. This is why Diddy's so sad. This is why Diddy hired a criminal lawyer to Whoa. defend him. Whoa. The investigation efforts in this case are co- were coordinated with the Department of Justice Special Operations Division, comprising of agents, analysts, and attorneys from the criminal division. You guys, they're also working with the FBI New York field office, the FBI Miami field office, the FBI Los Angeles. Oh, my God. I'm sorry. California. I'm like Los Angeles. California field office.
0: Oh, my God. Again, these are
2: the same people that bought down El Chapo or Kelly Epstein and Jazean.
0: Oh, my God. You guys, this is
2: why all.
0: This is getting spooky. Diddy is going down. God damn. Diddy is getting fried. All right. Diddy is getting fried. This is crazy. They have all these collaborating. This is like Call of Duty, nigga. This is like Call of Duty, dude. They got all the agencies. All the agencies are here for Sean P. Diddy Combs and they're not stopping they're coming with the paperwork oh my god the freak off finale how about that does Diddy have one freak off left in him I don't know. I don't think so. I think it's a done deal. Yeah. Yeah, they coming for him. Jesus. And where are they coming from? Well shit. Uh Miami? Fucking New York? Fucking California. Like what's next? What is next, people? What is going to happen next? Will the feds, will the agents take away Diddy, dirty money? Who knows? But we'll soon find out. All right? This is Call of Duty level foolishness. This is Call of Duty level foolishness. Yo, this nigga's cooked. This nigga's cooked. This nigga's cooked. He's finished. He's done, nigga. Yo, did he? Did, did he just get four stars? GTA? FBI, open up! It seems like it. Eliminated. Oh, my God. Eliminated. Sorry, I had to coon out. Y'all know I had to come out. Shit was getting too spooky. I had to lighten up the mood somehow. You know, I'm thinking Call of Duty. All right, bet. Yeah, I just bought the new Call of Duty. Like, like. Uh, <clears throat> matter of fact, when I went to the bank, I had made sure to put, like, a couple more hundred in there just so I can fool around, pause. You know, if I want a video game or if I want whatever, I'll go on a Microsoft network. I figure, fuck it. I'll get... You know the reason why I bought... Modern Warfare 3, the new one, was because, like, Microsoft had it on sale for $40. And I already had, like, $50-something originally on my card anyway. So when I put more money in the bank, I had, like, $250-something. I'm like, fuck it, I'll get it. Because if anything, it's like, all right, I wasted $50 on this game. But who cares, right? But, yeah, crazy. We're, like, close to 55 minutes in. You already know what we're about to do. This is going to be end of segment one. Stay tuned for segment two. Bars, I'm black. We are just getting it started here. Um, Tisa, is it Tisa Tells? I call their Tisha Tells. I don't know. I'm black. I'm black and slow. Uh, Tisa Tells. All right. Um, we We still got, because I don't even think she got to like, Okay, we got over half minutes. We got over half of uh half of the video done. <clears throat> so we still got ten more minutes of this video to go. We're gonna go through all of it. Um, like I said, unlike a lot of people in this situation where it's like they're talking about it just to talk about it. So, you know, Dale mentioned, you know a couple exaggerated points and all this other shit just to try to get people on. Meanwhile, the people like Tisa, the people like Ack, who I think, you know, it's funny because I've been trying to figure out why is Ak really getting involved in this shit? Because he's he's a guy that's in the industry. Now, he's not like, he's not like, drake level in the industry but he's in the industry like he rubs elbows with a lot of these you know rappers and shit but then i realized i connected the dots okay who's diddy currently with okay city girls oh saucy santana oh so academic you're a petty nigga but i respect it you are petty as fuck because i guarantee you if that bitch that diddy was was fucking with was not with the city girls bullshit, you wouldn't even be talking about it. Which I respect. Nigga, talk that shit, I'ma support it. Respectfully. Talk that shit, I'ma support it. Tisa Tells, talk that shit, baby. I'ma support it. I'm with the fuck shit. I'm with the foolery. I wanna see this nigga lock the fuck up because he's a fucking predator. And I want other people... Who's doing the same thing to be locked the fuck up or worse. That's how I feel about it. At first, you know, I'm kind of just spectating like, oh, this is interesting. We'll go through this. Now I'm in a rabbit hole. I'm, I'm reading the documents like, yo, this nigga was really doing this shit. How many people were around Diddy? How many celebrities, how many entertainers that knew what was going on and did nothing? That's what we should ask ourselves next. We're going to turn this whole thing into a fucking witch hunt, and I'm with it. All right? But stay tuned, man. This is the end of segment one. Segment two on the way. Do not go anywhere. Um, This will be more than two-hour episode. Okay. I'm thinking about doing the next segment, an hour and 30 minutes. So this may be like a two-hour and 30-minute episode. You dig? So stay tuned. Be right back to be continued. Stay tuned. All right. Okay. Okay. I'm back. Segment two. Uh, we're going to jam. We're going to jam out. Nothing too major. I need something to sort of bring that that upbeat because this is a lot of crazy shit, right? We still got a lot of this, this case to go through. We still got Tisa Tells, you know, with her scoop and her information, and we're going to compile all this shit together. We're all investigating. We're all investigated. Oh, use a snitch, use a rat. Telling on, If telling on a rapist, if telling on a man who sexually assaults women is being a rat, fuck your street, fuck your gang, fuck your neighborhood, and fuck everything about you. To those niggas out there, I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to stand on this shit. To those Negroes out there saying, Bro, you snitching, you talking too much. You bringing up information that you shouldn't... Nigga, eat a dick. Fuck out of here, nigga. Eat a dick. Eat a fucking dick. But anyway, we're going to play some nostalgic bop. Nostalgic bop instrumental I made, I don't know, 2017, man. Let's let's just get back to the essence of things. We got to reset, rebuild... Start all over. <laughs>
1: Hey, hey, hey,
0: hey, let me light my, uh, my game leaf back up. Let my game leap back up real quick.
1: <clears throat> okay. Okay. Eighty. I go go <laughs> go hey. I said, I was in the business. 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 I said, I was in the cash 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 Pastor, the president of 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 the president
0: of the president 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 Alright, what's your vibe, fish? Hey. <coughs> Fuck. Okay. I'd have to bring my my I'd to bring the vibe back. I had to bring the vibe back. You know this is segment two. Um, AKA hour two. I am finna cook up another hour and 30 minutes. Okay. Um. What the fuck is that? Fucking rattling sound was pissing me off. All right. So this is segment two. Hook it up another hour and 30 minutes of content. I still want to jam. All right, I'm gonna play a little bit more of this. We're gonna go back into Tisha Talks. Y'all already know I'm not going to be too offended if you fast forward through the music. All right, I'm not going to be offended. So if you want to fast forward, Three and a half to four minutes. Go ahead, right now. We want some soulscape. A little classic. No drum, like like a little drum, but no like. I don't know how to describe it. Just know I made it, and it's fire. All right. Just know that I made it, and it's fire. They want the creme de la creme, the chad de la chad. Ready? You have the cameras rolling? Hey. Hey.
1: Hey. Hey.
0: Hey. Hey. I'm enjoying myself tonight. I'm enjoying myself tonight. proper footing for this. Mm. Some beats don't really need drums. Like, hey, hey, those keys are lethal, man. the next life this is this is extraterrestrial gospel music my nigga this that holy water music nigga Okay, I'm back. <laughs> I had to let the I had to let the sounds take control for a bit. You know what I mean? Helps me regather my thoughts. Now, if I'm not mistaken, we were going over a Tisa, not Tisha, a Tisa tells video. Um, all the men out there. If y'all are listening, look up Tisa Tells. Don't watch a whole live video. I've watched live videos of hers. I've watched like hour. I went to sleep listening to her speak like hour and 30 minutes because I have a, a habit of doing that. I know I'm not the only person who sleeps with Bluetooth headsets on listening to interviews and crazy shit like that. If it's not mob documentaries that I've listened to, it's it's documentaries about serial killers. It's podcasts about various stupid things. And so, throughout, like, last week, I'm listening to her channel. And I'm like, wow, a lot of this shit makes sense. Too much sense. And I'm like, okay. <clears throat> Here you got a woman. She black. I think she black. She's light skinned. I'm a heterosexual man, so I'ma say it right now. She like a solid eight and a half nine. In my opinion, she's a solid eight and a half and nine out of ten. Um looks looks wise, right? Um she's insightful. Um she doesn't seem like a cunt, but you know how women are. No disrespect. Not all, not all, not all, not all, but most definitely, but most. But, you know, she knows what she's talking about. You know, I usually don't. It's not to be an asshole when I say this, but I usually don't give too many women credit because of the things that I talk about from a male's perspective, at least from the beginning of all this. Right. More red pill. Um, understanding the nature of women, the intersexual dynamics, the marriage relationship, things like that. I'm not going to really take the side of a woman because I know that she's going to speak from a place of emotion. Um, but when it comes to women who are a bit more pragmatic to where they're finding information about something and telling you, um, this woman is the exception of the rule. Okay. Okay. Um, So we're going to get back into this video. Um, Let me see. Now, apparently, New York City, New York State, and federal special agents join forces, all right? They're joining forces to investigate Diddy, all right? Um, As they say, the house of cards are falling apart. Let's get back to it. Shit is crazy.
2: The high powered people are. Remember I was on live last night and I got some info. You guys, this is why all the high powered people are abandoning him. This is why he's feeling completely isolated. This is how the house of cards is falling down. Again, let's go back to that TMZ article, because hindsight's always hindsight. Look at the way they issued the denial, because I was like, there's no way that TMZ got that wrong. There's just too much detail for them to completely get wrong unless their source screwed them over. But listen to what they actually said. There's no such investigation, comma, at present, right? And let's also not forget that I believe all the accusers have uh, made criminal complaints and referred them to the DA and assur- uh, uh, referred them to AG. It's, it's, there's no such investigation, comma, at present. Further, the release of such information is not consistent with the internal policies of the Deputy Commissioner of Public Information. It's not consistent with the internal policies. That doesn't mean that the release of the information was wrong. They literally bogged us down with a word salad. You guys, Diddy, this is worse than anything R. Kelly faced because R. Kelly stuff took years and years and years to actually make. Diddy is about to get criminal charges dropped on him. He is currently under an active Criminal investigation by the U.S. by the New York State AG, the New York City District Attorney, and also the federal and also the feds. This is a coordinated, again, a coordinated effort that will include different bureaus from different states, along with. Analysts, let me just get this out along with it is the department of justice special operations division compromising agents analysts and attorneys from the criminal division spanning fbi new york i'm sorry fbi new york field office miami field office and california field office you guys does this not make sense? And again, this is not related to any raids. That First of all, no raids happen in New York City because Diddy does not have a New York home address in New York City. He stays in hotels when he's in. He has sold the property. I'll put the receipts on the screen if it makes you guys feel better. You guys, is this why Diddy feels, again, closed in, isolated? Is this why all his friends are worried that something is going to happen to him? Because he is afraid, right? because he is afraid of what's coming down the line because he knows that his house of cards is
0: about to fall. All right, hold on, question, question, question. Now, I know this is gonna sound crazy that I say this, but I'm gonna say it anyway. Do you guys think that it is possible that Diddy gets Epstein over this? Do you see a possibility? I'm not saying, look, just just walk with me. Epstein, Jeffrey Epstein. Was a very dangerous man. Now, some people who are uneducated, they would say, well, what makes Jeffrey Epstein so dangerous look at him his presence has nothing to do with it his image has nothing to do with it his reputation and what he knows of the other politicians and celebrities for the activities that they did alongside of Epstein makes Epstein dangerous now the reason why I'm connecting Diddy to this is the question that I said in the last segment If Diddy was doing all of this crazy shit and Cassie was the only woman to go out there and put him on blast, you would not only have to question Diddy, but you would have to question damn near every high-level celebrity, entertainer, musician, sports player, doesn't matter, who is close by and partying with Diddy. Because these people may have the information that Diddy doesn't want them to have at this point. Diddy doesn't know who to trust at this point. If, I'll, give you a, I'll give you a quick scenario. So I'm not going to mention any artist in particular. But if I'm a rap artist and I make multi-million dollars and I'm closely affiliated or was closely affiliated to Diddy, I'm deleting his number. I'm blocking him off of social media and I will not speak on him. And not outside of the social media and blocking situation, there is a lot of excommunication going on with Sean P. Diddy, aka Brother Love Combs. A lot of people, including um whatever his uh his other woman is, concubine, whatever the fuck the woman is, she's distancing herself. But just to throw this out there there has been rumors and I'm only going to leave it as rumors and allegations that the uh, current woman of Diddy was interested in doing the same thing that Diddy was doing which was the whole freak off thing so who the fuck knows what we do know is let's say well if it's one then there has to be many right let's just say that if there's an entertainer like Diddy that gets turned on by this type of activity and really this type of animalistic behavior you would have to ask yourself who else who saw what happened with Diddy who participated in these freak offs whose celebrities participated in the freak offs or no. About the freak offs. Now some. And like I said. The only reason why you're not hearing entertainers. And people who are actively. Like out there speaking up. Is because they don't want to put their reputation on the line. Because they'll say. Well shit how you know about these parties. Well why were you there at these parties. What participation of the freak off. Did you have at the party. So you're not going to hear a lot of the. The rappers the entertainers and shit like that. You'll hear a couple people. But it's all allegations of BS. You know what I'm saying? But could this nigga get Epstein?
2: Up until this point, he thought his money, his access, and his rich friends could feed him, keep him out of things. But now they're ready to feed him to the dogs because Diddy's money, access, and time.
0: Another connection, too, also. Y'all probably wondering, like, yo, why are you mentioning Jeffrey Epstein while talking about Diddy? All right. What did Epstein have that all of these politicians and all these people were afraid of? Video evidence, photo evidence of these celebrities and these people that took the Lolita Express to Epstein Island. We went over that as well. I ain't new to this. I am definitely true to this. We went over damn near all the people that were allegedly on that flight list. Now, imagine with an Epstein... What evidence a Epstein would have against all of these politicians that all of you people praise and worship? It would be groundbreaking. It would be like, wow, we've all been lied to, these people are sick. Right? Diddy like to film these events. So imagine a celebrity in that film. Imagine hidden cameras that he possibly had in his resort. Or in his place of refuge where he would film and the freak offs. And he, he probably already has footage on top of footage of certain celebrities that they don't want out. And a lot of people will say, well, Diddy goes down, he might try to bring some other people down with him. Who knows?
2: No longer, right? They no longer protect him and he has the block hot. Nobody wants to do it, okay? Nobody, sorry guys, I just got another text. Nobody wants to deal with it, okay? So what is this? What's going on? Here's the real question insiders are asking. One, they wanna keep an eye on Diddy because he's in a, at the point he thought it would go out. And everybody kept wondering, when's it going to click to this more serious? So let's not forget that Weinstein was going to get away with what he did with the women. It wasn't until the federal government actually stepped in and criminal charges came that all of a sudden he wasn't even powerful enough. Your friends might have money, but baby, the U.S. Attorney's Office does not play that. The Southern District, the Eastern District, the, uh, you saw what Leticia did, James did to Trump. Huh. Okay. They just don't play with that.
0: Now, once again, lady, what have they done to Trump besides create a witch hunt, a smear campaign, which actually backlashed and gotten more people like myself involved in supporting Trump? I really advise women like this to really learn what's going on in the political world. Don't just listen to these feds, these glowies. Don't just listen to mainstream media. This woman apparently does her own research. Do your own research about Trump. Please, you know, because I like this woman. I don't want to dislike her just because of her, you know, ignorance towards Trump. But like, come on, let's be logical.
2: The money and power only go so far. And now that everybody is kind of like, ooh, the block is hot, because I forget Ron Burkle has his own problems. This person has his own problems. If you don't know what I'm talking about, go watch my own lives, right? Diddy sugar daddy. Allegedly, allegedly. If he had a sugar daddy, Ron Burkle would be the one we would look at. Wow. So here's another thing that people close to Diddy are asking. So what's the next steps? Hmm? What are the next steps? (coughs) Because... Now that this house of cards are falling, people are saying Diddy should be very, very angry that a lot of people partook, mm-hmm. but he's the only one going down. Uh-huh. He can't really mess with his billionaire friends. So who else in the industry is he gonna take down with them? This is now an official criminal complaint. What um, investigation? What's the one uh, based upon information and belief? Okay? This is open. They have contacted survivors. They are contacting all survivors. They're interviewing. Survivors have made statements. People have turned in even their devices, communications. This is the real deal. It is going down. I wouldn't be surprised, even though Cassie did sign an NDA a day before the new law over NDAs took over. That's one of the reasons why Diddy settled so quick. Um, I wouldn't be surprised at all that Cassie has already not given her statement and fully cooperated, which when you think about it, it's pretty ironic that Cassie destroyed his bank accounts, his reputation yep. and now Cassie is gonna put that monster her part of her testimony uh, statements that she gave the things will put him away whenever I I, I
0: and you know what's funny? What Cassie had said in the beginning, she was right. I have to go back on what I said. I said that, you know, well, I said it in the beginning because of the statement that she made, which it gave me, I'm not gonna lie, it gave me a a bad, it left a bad taste in my mouth, right? And that was this idea that she was doing this for the victims and for those who was dealing with domestic violence and sexual assault. And it was a real sort of women's movement type of narrative. I was surprised where what actually took place was um, (laughs) she'll she would probably be the one who puts the nail in the coffin because out of all the allegations Her shit made it to court. Well, actually, she was the one that was willing to settle. Or she was the one that did settle. For a large sum of cash. Eight figure settlement for cash. And people like me said, okay, she got paid. But what about this movement? What about this cause? What about, um, you know, the women? And I stand corrected. If she participates in this criminal investigation, I'm telling you, Diddy's done. And you know what? I don't give a fuck. I'm not sad about that shit. I'm sad that so many people were out here looking at this man and his so-called black excellence bullshit. That's why these so called Negroes are the fucking worst. You can't trust these Negroes as leaders today. They're all compromised. I'm going to say that shit again. You can't trust these so called black leaders today. They're all compromised. Through the Most High, we have to learn to lead ourselves so we can one day lead the youth. (coughs) We can one day lead our children. And in return, better lead our communities. But these so-called black leaders, the so-called black excellence thing. Oh, there needs to be more black businessmen in power. You know, Diddy was really a, a hypocrite. You guys also remember that Diddy is also in the Democratic plantation. And within the Democratic plantation, his situation... Is the voter die thing. Who remembers that? Y'all remember that? Voter die. Yeah. I mean Diddy Diddy's a con artist, man. That's just what it is. Diddy's a con artist. And hopefully a lot of you people can get over the situation. A lot of you butthurt Diddy fans. You can get over the situation and just realize that the man you supported. Is a fucking predator. Alright? The man you supported is a fucking predator. Um, he is a shame. He, he, he is an embarrassment amongst men. He's an embarrassment amongst black men. And more importantly, he's an embarrassment amongst the hip hop community. And we don't need this nigga. See. Y'all nasty, disgusting, hood rat, dirty, despicable hood booger bitches that still be, you know, riding around listening to R. Kelly, knowing damn well what R. Kelly done. You hoes are the worst and you guys are the biggest fucking hypocrites because you claim to be for women, but you still support this nonsense. You claim to be for women, but you still out here listening to R. Kelly you claim to be for women empowerment, but you still listen to the music that call you bitches or hoes and y'all still twerking to it. And you are a fucking disgrace. You are worse. You are worse than the fucking predators. You are worse than R. Kelly. You are worse than Diddy. I just want to say that briefly.
2: Wouldn't be surprised if Cassie has not already given statement or is not cooperating. So let's think about it. Now that everybody knows that this criminal thing is going down, right? And everybody's being questioned. I'm sure Justin, Christian, and Quincy, because they were around him a lot, will also be questioned, okay? Now the only question is, who is um, who's he gonna give up? Because if we know anything nice. about the feds, they're always going for a big fish, always. And the bigger the fish, they'll let the little underlings go.
0: Mm-mm. Uh -uh. Would it not? Wait, wait, no, 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 no. Diddy's the big fish, dear. That's the thing. I mean, we're only talking about the hip hop industry. I know that sounds fucked up to say, but we're only talking about the hip hop industry. Now, I doubt any politician. I doubt Trump was chilling in there. I doubt he had Biden at the freak offs. I doubt Clinton made an appearance. I, I doubt that these these high level people that you expect to be there were there. Um would they ask Quincy Jones? Probably. But a lot of people who's been in the industry for quite some time, there was a lot of stories about a Quincy Jones and about a lot of his sex capades. Um, you know, so it's it's I don't know man. I don't know. There's a lot of this shit going around. There's enough of this shit going around. So I'm almost almost expecting this shit to uh, be something major where, you know, motherfuckers is really facing some hard time, you know what I mean? Diddy's going to give up names of people that is his underlings. And I don't mean literally the people that work for him, but I'm talking about the people of a certain status level that would ruffle a lot of feathers in the entertainment world if these names were mentioned, if these names were brought up, and were, you know what I'm saying, if these names were brought up, these celebrities, these rappers, these entertainers, hey, um, you know, worthy names, I'm not, I'm not like pointing the finger, pointing the finger, but... You would have to go to the usual suspects. Trey songs, for example, has about 23 listed counts of uh, sexual assault amongst fans. Something like that. Th- these are the people that they're going to go after next. <clears throat> and like I stated, I made the prediction, by the way, the domino effect is about to begin. Now. I didn't know that the feds would kick this shit off, but I knew Enough stories will go out there. Plus, we got speculation of Curtis Jackson, aka 50 Cent. J-j-j-j-j-j. 50 Cent G Unit Records, G Unit Films. A rumor that 50 Cent will be starting a surviving Diddy or Diddy Do It surviving Diddy, um, docu series. So this is gonna be a big deal, huge deal. Huge deal. And if 50 Cent Smart, he's not just trolling. He's going to do it. He's going to be the person, out of all the hip-hop artists, who is speaking up about it. It's Academics and it's 50 Cent. These are the only two people that are speaking directly about the situation. Now, both from different perspectives, Diddy doesn't have any personal issues with... I mean, um, Academics doesn't have any personal issues with Diddy. But 50 has personal issues with Diddy. So, the combination of both, in a sense that, like, people like me, when the R. Kelly situation was going on, I think I was too young to really know much about it, but I knew enough to go, yeah, this is some crazy shit. And I had friends that told me they saw the video of the woman getting pissed in the face. And... I don't know the whole kink thing about that. Like if it's just me, I don't get it. Um like like being pissed on, like I don't I just don't get it. I don't I don't, I don't understand it. I don't get the twist of it. Um a woman squirting on you. Um A little bit more logical, I guess. I'm I'm just going to be honest with you. A woman squirting on you, not too bad. Still very, you know, a lot of bodily fluids involved. Getting pissed on, that's 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 just not that's not the vibe. We can't get jiggy with this. This is like animalistic behavior. I don't even I, I don't even know why I'm talking about this shit. You know what I mean? Because the whole R. Kelly shit is just out of pocket. Like people still mention R. Kelly as if. Like this, this guy should get his head caved in. Any, any, and and, and any of these other people who are involved in shit like this should have their heads caved in. Pedophiles, kitty dibblers, should have their heads caved in. They should be decapitated. They should be um, free of existence. I will, we'll use that term, people. They should be free of existence. They should be spiritually li- uh, liquidated. They should be spiritually. Liquidated from Earth. That's how I feel. Very strong opinion. Of course, it's not that it's not a popular opinion, because a lot of people agree. It's just they wouldn't say it the way that I say it. These people should be shot in the face, point blank, with like a musket, like 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 what a like like a new and improved musket with like a fucking missile, a mu- a musket that shoots a missile, like. They deserve that directly in the face. There is no exception to the rule. Zero. All right. But because people are so tied into the celebrity, like, hey, this is Diddy. Hey, bad boy. You know. Then you got people like Slim Thug. Oh, my. I think Slim Thug was involved in the freak offs. Because there was no other rapper that was just outwardly defending Diddy the way that Slim Thug was. Very weird behavior. Weird. But uh, dig this, right? How much is this left? Three minutes. I know I'm going to take longer than this. I'm going to try to play the rest of this while I can. But just in case... Just in case, let me go back to my list here, my playlist. Um, No, not the work playlist, episode playlist. I'm going to add another short track because I got to go in the house and grab some ice. I need this green tea, man. I'm trying to get this fucking congestion dealt with. You feel me? I don't like this shit. It's almost worse than being sick because it's like I'm not sick, but I have all this chest congestion that I've been coughing up for like the past three days. So I smoke a lot of weed because, you know, smoking weed makes you cough. And, you know, it's a science. It really is a science to smoking weed, especially if you have a cold. But I have this set up. Let me make sure this is added properly to the playlist. Play next. All right. So I'm going to play the rest of this and then I will be back. We're going to go through more of these documents to try to connect the dots of what has been mentioned already. There's a lot being mentioned. So, uh, you know, pay attention and I will be right back
2: to keep his freedom. Diddy is literally going to start giving up other producers, other people in the music industry, other things he saw, other people that were in that room.
1: Mm.
2: Who else was in Rattie. that room? Who else knew? Rattie. The thing is, my sources have been talking, and I don't want to get sued, but the people that were in that room will, survive, will surprise you. Supermodels, men of God, men of state, men of power. The wives have been a power. A lot of people were in those rooms and a lot of people literally enjoyed those violence delights that seem like they're going to have violent ends. You guys, pay close attention to this. I'm doing everything I can. You know how it is. This is an active investigation. This is not a joke. Diddy is going to have some criminal charges. I don't see how they wouldn't unless they investigate and find no evidence. But New York State, New York City, and the federal government, the same people that took the same division, the same criminal investigation division that took down El Chapo, R. Kelly, Epstein, and Juzaine Maxwell are now on diddy's case they have contacted survivors they are actively interviewing them and they are gathering all the evidence again there are reports that diddy's house was raided i don't know what part of america that happened in right we are talking about new york state diddy is cooked and this explains why why everybody says that he is so isolated and so whatever that they genuinely are worried for him let's not forget Harvey Weinstein thought he could beat it it wasn't until the criminal charges got present he was sitting in uh, court that things got real things just got real for Diddy the only question is who will he give up in order to maintain some form of uh, uh um, some form of Freedom. But at this point, the federal government is said to have so much evidence already. It might just be another R. Kelly situation Well, they'll snatch him and then they'll continue their investigation and everybody else. You guys, this is an exclusive. Let me know what you think. Um, I'm going to drop one more video tonight. I think it'll be good. It's going to have to do with showstopper. Show, show, stop it. I'll see if you guys can figure that out. Anyway, y'all, let me know what you think in the comments. I'll talk to you later. Bye.
0: I should have known that that shit was going to happen. Let me see something. Because, yeah. All right, that's cool. Yeah, thanks a lot. I'm going to (laughs) delete this faggot ass fucking music app. Sorry, that's politically incorrect. But I'm going to repeat myself so I can emphasize what I mean. This faggot fucking MP3 apparatus sucks, all right? Usually, if you go into your playlist, or if you go into where the songs is at, I can go to a song that I want played, you know, once the video is done. I go options, play next, and then it plays. <clears throat> But unfortunately, it did not do that. I apologize. I had to grab some fucking some medicine, fucking cough medicine because I'm trying to get rid of this fucking chest congestion that I have at the moment. So bear with me for one brief second. Hold on. Pause for the cause. All right, bet. So Everything's situated. I had to take some of this fucking cough medicine, right? And you know how you'll have these tablets? Sometimes they're gel tablets. Sometimes they're regular, like, capsules, right? Hence the chem- the Crimson Capsule Chapel, right? But I really needed to take some cold medicine. And you know how it comes in this little fucking aluminum wrapper thing that you kind of, like, have to break the seal to open the shit? It's a pain in the ass. So I literally had to pause the video to take some uh congestion medication. right? Now I'm about to light up my blunt, and we are, are about to participate in a further dive in into these documents with the Cassie versus Diddy situation. Of course, you guys are probably saying, why are you going through this situation? That has already been settled because there is still very important elements of the documents that can be connected to things that are currently going on. Now, I talked about this before we went over this Um, Tisa tells she went over it first academics picked it up and got in the ground running with this um, interrogation with this guy who shot up one of Trump's buildings or some shit like that. He ended up being a sex worker hired by Diddy to participate in the F.O.'s, also known as the Freakoffs, also known as the F.O.'s, man. The party party. All right. Giant Freak Offs. Par- hold up, hold up. Giant Freak Offs. Giant freak offs, giant freak offs. You know what I mean? And you know, Diddy also a part of that that other world, the booty bandit world. You can't make it to the real party because somewhere, if you if you're not a homosexual, they got they got a filtering out process. Giant freak offs. Anything for the moolah. Anything for the moolah. All right, let me stop bullshitting. So, yeah, I mean, like shit. We got to we got to dive into this a little bit deeper, Um, even though I kind of don't want to. I really don't have any option at this point. I'm not going to scrap this this recording because it's already close to an hour. We went over a lot of necessary information. Shout out to Tisha Artisa Tells T-I-S-A-T-E-L-L-S on YouTube. Subscribe to her. okay? she has great information. She also has great looks. I'm just saying. All right. You know, it's, it's like, you know, two for the price of one, you know, what great value and a woman, but for information and wonderful looks, you know, but, um, we're going to dive in to more of the foolishness, the nonsense, the madness, the chicanery guys, um, I did download this, so this should be on my drives, so let me see something, cause I did download this, so I would not have to depend on this fucking network here, um, if I can find it, I can find it, uh, I could have swore I had downloaded this shit. Um, I guess not. And this thing doesn't allow me to open this without the network, even though, keep in mind, this is a 1.01 megabyte file. Keep that in mind, but this thing does not want to, oh, here it is. Okay, we got it. Never mind. We back at it like a crack attic. I think we were left off at 17, if I'm not mistaken. 17 out of 35. When we get into Mr. Combs, forces Mrs. Ventura, forces Miss Ventura, and to sex trafficking. So 17. Let's zoom in a little bit to see where I left off. Um, searching for large black penises. Yes. Grab that big black dick, says Diddy to Cassie while filming. We went through that. Um, we went over the fact that uh, Miss Ventura was quickly reminded that even the videos that she deleted off of her device, Diddy recorded it and has everything. And that could have been used for blackmail. Now, the reason why I'm mentioning this now and I'm connecting the dots with Jeffrey Epstein, if you can remember, a lot of people in high places were very concerned when Jeffrey Epstein was obtained. Uh, the reason why is that Jeffrey Epstein could just simply spill the beans and say, Well, I'm not the only one doing this. X, Y, and Z is doing this. This person's doing that. This director's doing that. This Hollywood celebrity's doing that. This basketball player is doing that, et cetera. And I think Diddy would not only use that. In terms of controlling Cassie, but also in controls, also in terms of controlling anybody that he deals with in a business level. So he always has dirt and information on the next person from the freak off to keep somebody in line and to pretty much keep somebody in his pocket. Now, this is mafia level type shit, but we can we can we can incorporate this because this is the same man. Alongside a bodyguard, security guard. Held Wale off of a balcony. This is mob level activity. Okay. Um, and even though Cassie was repulsed and she wanted to refuse the free golf, you know, she pretty much said, Fuck it. I'm stuck. And in return, Diddy would shower her with gifts, but it was also how she expressed it. Let me read it from 97. He even would present her with lavish gifts prior or even in the middle of the freak offs, uh, seemingly acknowledging the ways in which these forced sexual encounters were considered work for Cassie and that he needed to compensate her for this work. Okay, Um, Needed to compensate her for this work. Um, but, um, at one point, you know, she, she stated that he had given her so many designer bracelets for freak offs and immediately following his brutal beatings that she felt that she was shackled by the bracelets. Okay. Now we're going on to 19. This is getting into, the mind and what Cassie was going through during the situation. Uh, Frequently her anxiety before a freak off would become so great that she would get physically ill. We talked about this. Um, She knew firsthand that telling Diddy that she did not want to engage in a freak off would result in violence. We went through that already Um, after the freak off. Uh, they went to the hotel and this is where I have spoke about this before, where Cassie's friend and fellow songwriter who also helped her write some of her music during that time, which was later scrapped because she was mentioning some personal events, of course, not in graphic detail, but a lot of her music affected what she was going through. All right. And for you people that are interested in that, you can look up the Rolling Stones article. I forgot the woman's name. Oh, Tiffany Red. my bad. There you go. Shout out to Tiffany Red. Um, she spoke out about it. I didn't know that when I first brought up the video, I didn't want to get too in detail because I don't know if she's anomalous, if she's anomalous, is it anonymous? anomalous, anomalous? if she's hiding her identity or not, but, but she's not, she's all over the internet. So Tiffany Red wrote about this. So I'm going to read this, uh, after a freak off, um, Diddy and Cassie went back to the hotel room that Cassie was staying in, where some of Cassie's friends were already hanging out. Mr. Combs was severely intoxicated. And at one point during the night picked up, one of Miss, Cat, Miss, Miss Ventura's, Ventura's friends, like a child, and dangled the friend over a 17 floor hotel suite balcony. Um, Cassie and her friends were scared by Diddy's erratic behavior, but Cassie was all loaded up on drugs, and you know she already participated in the freak off, so she was really unable to respond to Diddy's terrifying behavior. The freak offs became work for Cassie. And despite despite her protest, Diddy insists on these staged enforced sexual encounters between Cassie and various male sex workers. All right. Now we're going to get into Cassie tries to escape Diddy's abuse. We are at um, page 20 of 35. We are at 104, and it goes as follows. Anytime she tried to create distance between her and Diddy, he used his networks to find and convince her to return. On multiple occasions, Diddy sent employees to lure Cassie back. All right. In 2011, during a rough patch And Diddy, oh, here we go. All right, so this this goes into the man on the moon getting his spaceship blown up. You guys get the joke if you understand what I'm about to say. All right, in 2011, during a rough patch in Diddy and Cassie's relationship, Cassie had a brief relationship with musician Kid Cudi. 107, when Diddy returned from a trip, he demanded another freak-off from Cassie. And she went along with it. During this freak-off, Mr. Diddy had found Cassie's phone and found emails between her and Cuddy. Mr. Combs became enraged and proceeded to place a manual screwdriver between his fingers and lunge it at Cassie. Wow. 109. Cassie ran away to stay at Kate Cuddy's house to escape Mr. Combs' wrath, soon thereafter, one of Combs' staff members told Cassie that he only needed to just talk to Mr. Combs, even though Mr. Combs was enraged. Feeling like she cannot escape Diddy and his network of enforcers, Cassie returned back to Diddy. He hit her several times and then kicked her in the back as she tried to run out of the door. Um, She went to her parents' house in Connecticut where her mother took pictures of the bruises Diddy had left on Cassie's body. This here, this here is very important. We have not seen one photo yet. Now, when we start seeing photos of Cassie, from Cassie's mother and salute to Cassie's mother for doing that because that's gonna help a lot when it comes down to putting this piece of shit behind bars. All right? It's gonna be very helpful, but we have yet to seen such pictures yet. So I just wanna bring that up. 112, um, in February 2012, during Paris, Fashion Week, Diddy, told Cassie that he was going to blow up Kid Cuddy's car and that he wanted to ensure that Kid Cuddy was home while his friends, with his friends while it happened. Around that time, Kid Cuddy's car exploded in his driveway. So, yeah. So we got a whole lot of fuckery. Um, the niggas was like, yo, yeah, I know you fucking with that nigga. You know what I mean? You don't gotta tell me. But don't worry. I'm going to blow the nigga's car up. That's what Diddy said. I'm going to blow this nigga's car up. Let's see how the man on the moon gets around without a spaceship. Diddy's like, fucking, I'm blowing this nigga's car up. Matter of fact, his car's getting blown up now. Boom. Kid Cuddy's car blows up in his driveway. We're at page 21, 113. Cassie was terrified as she began to fully comprehend what Diddy was both willing and able to do to those he believed had slighted him. Okay. 2015, Cassie spoke to a popular music manager after an after party in a hotel suite in Las Vegas. Diddy saw her, right? Right. Diddy saw her speaking to the manager and sternly told her to step into the bedroom adjoining to the suite. In the bedroom, of course, Diddy beats Cassie again severely. Um, she ran from quarter and quarter to the room, trying to avoid Mr. Diddy beating and kicking. Um, when she tried to look her when she tried to lock herself in the bathroom, he pushed through and punched and kicked her as she curled up on the toilet, her screams were drowned by the loud noise playing outside in the hotel suite 115. Um, when Mr. Combs uh, had a security and assistant saw Cassie after after she was assaulted they began to cry. Miss um, Cassie had two black eyes, um, a busted and burst lip and a huge welt on her forehead. I'm sorry, this is just really difficult to read because that's just that's just terrible. You know what I mean? That's just really fucked up. Uh 116. Upon seeing the results of his vicious attack, Mr. Combs immediately took steps to conceal his wrongdoings. He forced Cassie to stay to stay in his house. Okay, so quickly, there's a video that academics have brought up. It was an old video of Cassie curled up in a ball, in a blanket, and Diddy talking shit. Could this be one of the situations? I'm just saying. A lot of things are adding up here. It's not looking good, man. It's not looking good at all. Not looking good. Like, wow, man. Terrible shit. Um, he forced Cassie to stay at his house, um, along with one of his sons, uh, while there, Mr. Combs FaceTime Cassie and stated, you got to go up quote, you got to go up and put more makeup on. My son can't see you like that end quote. So here you got a guy. Ruthlessly puts his hands on a woman, severely beats a woman. And in order to protect his reputation, he moves her in a secluded area where nobody will see her. And has a nerve to have her around his son and tells her, you got to go upstairs and put on makeup. My son can't see you the way that I left you. You realize how fucking crazy that is, right? Now maybe I'm too much of a human being to look at that as completely fucked up. That's incredible. Wow. Um she did put she did put makeup on per Diddy's demand. Cassie felt that she had no choice but to obey her abuser even though security guards assistants and friends saw Saw the situation she was in. No one dared to help her speak out on her behalf. I'm going to say that. I'm going to read that part again. Even though security guards, assistants, and friends saw the situation, nobody stepped in to help. Because of the power that Diddy had. Um, let me continue. She therefore had no choice but to remain um, subservient. Later in 2015, while shooting a movie in Cape Town, South Africa, South Africa, excuse me, um, Cassie began a flirtatious relationship with an actor. She spent New Year's Eve with the actor. Of course, Mr. Combs found out Mr. Combs called the actor and threatened him. The actor proceeded to call Cassie and tell her, quote, we really need to talk. Or we, you really need to call Diddy, end quote. Um, 120. Around March 2016, during another freak off in the Intercontinental Hotel um, in Century City, Los Angeles, California, Diddy became extremely intoxicated and punched Cassie again in the face, giving her a black eye. Um, After he fell asleep, Cassie tried to leave the hotel room, Um, but as she exited, Mr. Combs awake and began screaming at Cassie. He followed her into the hallway, yelling at her, grabbed at her, and then took her And then took a glass vase in the hallway and threw it at her, causing the glass to break around them. And she ran into the elevator to escape. She managed to get into the elevator. And when she got to the lobby, quickly took a cab to her apartment. Upon realizing that her running away would cause Diddy to be even more angry at her and completely... Stuck in his vicious cycle of abuse, Cassie returned to the hotel with the intentions of apologizing for running away from her abuser. When she returned, hotel security staff urged her to get back in a cab and go to her apartment, suggesting that they had seen the security footage showing Diddy beating Cassie and throwing the glass at her. In the hotel hallway. Upon information and belief, Diddy paid the Intercontinental City $50,000 for the hallway security footage from the evening, from that evening. So the man, Diddy, has money. He's drawing money left and right. Hey, let me get that footage. Here's $50,000. They said, okay. So this tells you the power. And I feel. I feel really bad for Cassie in this situation. Not even so much the freak offs. Now, I know this sounds crazy, but there are women who are into shit like this. I'm not saying Cassie was one of those women. But the abuse is inexcusable. And from her. Talking about it to be such a victim to where close friends, security guards, assistants, hotel managers, sex workers you name it they know about what's going on and none of them stepped out. None of them stepped up and exposed this man. And she was doing this shit all on her own. Now, a couple people. Probably could have said something, but didn't. Kid Cudi, maybe. I mean, the man did get his car blown up. But he remained silent. Nigga went on Saturday Night Live with a dress on. I'm like, yo, this nigga's gone. He ain't saying nothing. He gone. But this is the power that this man has, man. Anyway, 124. After this... Cassie left her home and went to hide away in a friend's house in Florida. Um, I'm not going to mention names that I don't really know of, but let's just say president of bad boy management tracked Cassie down and told her that her single would not be released if she did not answer Diddy's calls. So it goes right back to manipulation. We're on 23 right now. Um, A woman who worked at Sony Music reached out to her, giving her a a, a similar ultimatum. Um, Incredibly, Combs even convinced one of the attorneys to call Cassie at this time. This lawyer told Cassie that, quote, it's in your best interest to call Diddy back, end quote. Each time Cassie tried to run away, Mr. Combs and his powerful network would force her back to him. 128. Mr. Combs, um, tight hold over her life, um, had damaged her friendships around 2018 when Miss Cassie, Miss Cassandra Ventura, Was with her friend, I'm not going to mention, at her house. Um, Mr. Combs used his key to go into Cassie's house and came in unannounced. He and Mr. Morgan had an altercation during which Mr. Combs threw a hanger at Miss Morgan. I said Mr., my bad. Miss Morgan, upon information and believed the incident resulted. In a settlement between Combs and Miss Morgan. And then um, Cassie ended up paying, all right? Miss Morgan's additional funds is an attempt to resolve the dispute between her close friend and her abusive and controlling boyfriend. Um, the relationship between Cassie and Morgan has been strained since that time. Um, Seeing the extreme measurements, or see the extreme measures Diddy took to keep a tight hold on Cassie and isolate her from her support network, and having experienced the repercussion of rejecting his demands, Cassie felt that saying no to Diddy would only cost her something. Her family her friends, her career, and even her life. Absolutely, like shit. Crazy, man. Where are we at time-wise? Can we do another part? Or should I just go through this? We're already one hour and 10 minutes in. I think I'm going to go through this other part here. And this is called Mr. Combs rapes Miss Ventura. By 2017 and 2018, Cassie became... Desperate to leave Diddy and his abuse. Um, She recognized that if she stayed with him, she would never be able to have a successful career or ever have physical and mental health. Um, She therefore became determined to completely break away from Diddy and his cycle of abuse and made concerned efforts to avoid him. In September 2018, she she joined Diddy for a dinner at an Italian restaurant in Malibu, California, for what she believed would be a discussion about concluding their relationship for good. After, di- after dinner, Diddy and Cassie returned to Cassie's home, which was paid for by Diddy. Um, Mr. Combs forced herself Wait, Mr. Combs forced himself into her apartment and tried to kiss Cassie. She told him to stop and attempted to push him away. Diddy then forcefully pulled off Cassie's clothing, unbuckled his pants. He proceeded to rape Cassie while she repeated no and tried to push him away. Um, soon thereafter, Cassie took steps to completely separate herself from her longtime abuser, including uh, leaving the house that he paid for and returning the car he purchased for her. Despite moving away, uh, Cassie's address was posted online early 2019, leading to fears for her safety. Wow. Uh, Cassie, who was under immense weight, Cassie, who was under immense duress um, during months after Diddy raped her, uh, took all the steps possible to entirely remove herself from her abusers' um, ambit, including by entering into contracts to end her record deal with Bad Boy Entertainment. Uh, Mr. Diddy's sexual and physical abuse of Cassie has caused her long term health or long term harm. Excuse me. Um, As a result of the trauma, Cassie endured for over a decade with Diddy. She has suffered. um, She has suffered and continues to suffer from immense emotional distress. We're at 25 of 35 Um, following the escape uh, from the cycle of abuse and sex trafficking. She endured. She struggled with the physical and mental uh, manifestations of her traumas. Um, The birth of her two children, however, allowed her a new lease on life and gave her purpose. She credited her children with saving her from the trauma and had consumed her for over a decade of her life. Um, Except the months when she was pregnant with her children, Cassie suffered with her addictions of drugs and alcohol. Um, Additionals uh, that were established and fueled by Diddy. She was turned to substance to drown the memories of her abuse. Without being intoxicated, she suffered from horrific nightmares of forced sexual acts from Diddy, demanding she participate in the freak-offs and the physical beatings that she endured throughout her relationship. She had difficulty eating and sleeping, and her relationships with her family suffered. Um, during that time, she frequently had thoughts of ending her life. That's this, this is just sad. This is just sad Um, to rebuild her life and her career. Cassie needed to completely reinvent herself. She checked herself into inpatient treatment at a rehabilitation center where she first confronted the extent of her trauma she lived with. Oh man, I will just we'll stop there. Damn, Uh, we're going to go back into this. Actually, we're at page 26. So I'm a, what I'm gonna do is let me see something. I screenshot it, so I know I'm at page twenty six to uh, 26 of thirty five. This is a, this is a this is a very uh, serious situation, man. You know, I think, and the reason why I'm saying that is when I first heard the situation. I said to myself, I've heard rumors and I'm not trying to be funny. I've heard rumors about people, insiders in the entertainment business talk about Cassie and how Cassie was Diddy's personal sex slave. Years ago, I used to laugh at it. I feel bad for laughing at it, knowing that this was in fact something that she was going through And she's at a high position to where you would think there was some there would have to be somebody there that could help her get through that situation. And there wasn't a lot of people. But, you know, luckily for her, she was able to escape that. And although she has a lot of, you know, a lot of issues from the situation, she has kids, she has a husband, she has a family and she can start her life pretty well with 30 to $50 million. But that money doesn't do nothing for the effects and and the situation she went through. And I think, for me, the only thing that would be fitting for a man like Diddy is for Diddy to be locked the fuck up. Now, I never had this feeling beforehand because I really wanted to give... Diddy, the benefit of the doubt. I'm going to tell you why. We hear about this shit a lot in the hip hop industry where, you know, a rapper gets caught up in some allegations and a lot of it has, you know, holes in the story and a bitch is trying to come up. Cassie isn't trying to come up. She ain't trying to come up. She was just trying to escape And for her to get to that point, and for her to get to where she was at, she wanted some get back. She wanted some get back, and her only way of getting back was going after this nigga's pockets, going after this nigga's reputation. And I support Cassie 100%. At this point going forward, I support Cassie 100%. And a lot of these other women that's out here being sexually abused by these so-called powerful men, there's a there's an extent, and this is what I mean by this, right? The men are wrong, absolutely. Diddy's a monster, from what is from what I've been reading, <coughs> and I'm letting y'all know. <coughs> Oh, excuse me. Like I am saying, I'm trying to get over this uh, congestion. I'm letting y'all know this ain't for play play. I got the documents. I got the documents. I got the civil case right here. Okay. United States District Court, Southern District of New York. Cassandra Ventura, plaintiff versus Sean Combs. Bad Boy Entertainment. Bad Boy Records, Epic Records, Combs Enterprise, Double LC, and DOE Corpse. Defendant. <coughs> so I'm going through this. And as fucked up and as dark this, as this shit is, because it is dark. You know, it is a fucked up situation. Um, I'm getting a better understanding of the things that were mentioned. <coughs> and like I said, the things that were mentioned previously about Cassie. Because I remember Cassie when she first came out. And she was like, you know, amazing looking. I mean, look at Cassie when she first came out. Very attractive, very beautiful woman. Right? And young, young and beautiful, vibrant, right? And those are the targets that these that these men want. They want the woman's innocence. They want to corrupt these women. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> and trust me, I'm going to keep it real with y'all, because I know how... Look, I know how media works to an an extent, right? Like, they really drove... They drove off of Cassie being 19 when Diddy was 37. Now, this sounds good, but there is important elements to mention, right? Important element number one. Diddy was Cassie's boss. So this wasn't just a successful guy, successful rich man trying to impress a woman. This is a man's boss using his power, using his money to manipulate a young impressionable woman like Cassandra Ventura. If the woman if Cassie was 25 and Diddy was 37 It's not that this wouldn't be such a big deal. It's just the narrative of the young and innocence would be taken away. So because she was 19 and Diddy was 37, that's something that they can work off of. Then you find out with the latest allegation that the woman that met Diddy at that time in which she was allegedly sexually assaulted as well was 17 years old at the time. But as far as I can remember, the statue—well, not the statue limitations—the uh, <coughs> the legal age in New York is seventeen, I think. I think in Jersey it's sixteen, um, age of consent, which is bizarre. It's just a weird—it's a weird world we live in. It kind of—it kind of makes you reassess. It kind of makes you reassess what you believe. What I believed before versus what I believe now, it's not too different, but I've just modified a couple of things, you know, with podcasts. And I, I, I try to, like, explore other things outside of things that I'm comfortable with for the sake of, you know, for the element of surprise and just for something new to talk about and in a way to challenge myself in that way to not just talk about one topic or I don't want to be looked at as this guy who just talks about bitches. Like to me, that's, that's very like two dimensional. And I know for a fact that I am way more talented, way more creative, way more innovative to do some bullshit like that. I allow these red pill grifters and peasants to do it. The red pill, like I said, is done. That's why I took away, um, I took out the disclaimer because I didn't want to do things from a red pill perspective. This is from my perspective. You know, the red pill was when it was, when I was with it, when I was talking about it, when I was looking at the content creators, I see a lot of these guys, their mind is not aligned to their heart, meaning, their thoughts are not paralleled to like their thoughts is not parallel to their feelings, right? Like if I'm not having a good day, I'm not going to act as if I'm having a good day. I'm going to be honest. Like yeah, today was fucked up because of X, Y, and Z. Some people say that's complaining. Y'all can y'all can suck a bag of dicks. You know what I mean? That's just real life. You know, when I talk about the shit that I talk about, I may add a little bit of, you know, a little a little spice here and there. You know, what I mean, I may I may add a little charisma here and there, but this is just how I look at shit. You know, what I mean, Um. so even with this situation where, you know, traditionally as men, we're supposed to be against women and I understand why. Uh, And and I'm not taking away the fact that women don't be out here making a lot of false accusations. But we as men, I think, have a responsibility to really dig into it and kind of do our own investigation to make sure that we're not calling the wrong woman, um, uh, you know, a clout chaser, or we're not calling the wrong woman a bitch that's just giving false allegations and shit like that. Because what if a woman was really raped, what if a woman was really taken advantage of? You know, how terrible of a person would you feel to defend a rapist? You know what I mean? Like how 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 would these people feel to just sit back and allow a rapist to get away with doing what he was doing? These people, and I've been saying this for the longest, these people in the entertainment industry, they're all sick. Not all of them, but enough of them to where it's like you don't know anymore. You can't look at one person and go, oh, well, that's just a stand-up guy. There's not a lot of Keanu Reeves out there. You know what I mean? There's not a lot of Keanu Reeves out there in terms of acting, in terms of just being a stand-up down-to-earth guy right there's not a lot of there's not a lot of people like that and it's concerning when you know our society is built on the influence of entertainers and celebrities and all this shit and look at all the fucking terrible shit they're doing behind the scenes you know we got diddy so-called black excellence right so-called black excellence what a fucking mockery what a fucking joke And fuck everything that this nigga stand for and everything he represents. <clears throat> Anybody that can sit back, hearing this episode and hearing the other episode and just go along with, "Oh, Diddy's innocent." Oh, y'all niggas is tripping. And y'all people, you people that sit around and talk like this, you're the problem of, of hip hop today. You are the problem of hip hop you are the problem of that culture, right? Where you'll just sit back and validate the shit and not hold these people accountable. Sick. Sick, man. Sick. But hey, just my opinion. <coughs> <clears throat> You know, my opinions are subject to change, you know, through um, extensive research and and just kind of trying to stay aware of what's going on and not really being distracted by the outside world and unnecessary people. And it's really like, it's really like coming, it's like coming to terms with like, it's like coming to terms with death, right? It's like some people here, here today, gone tomorrow, right? And the people are so um, fearful of death, right? That the people that are fearful of death don't appreciate life. They spend most of their time waiting to die rather than enjoying life. And the people that enjoy life and the people that understand life They realize death's going to come anyway. You see what I'm saying? Like, so it ain't like for people like people that grew up in an environment where, you know, people just drop like flies, whether drugs is the issue, whether gangs is the issue or whatever. Motherfuckers is used to death. So death don't bother me. I'm not afraid of death. You know what I mean? I have a fascination with death. I want, I want to know what's beyond death because I know there's something beyond death. There's no way that this whole thing called life given to us by God is just this. And there's nothing outside of this existence, whether it's hell, heaven, whatever. I'm, I look forward to it. I don't say that in a, I don't I don't say that in a, um, a nihilistic way. I don't mean it like that. I enjoy life for what it is, the good and the bad, for the existence in itself, but outside of that. It's like people in this country are fighting over if the earth is flat or not. And the crazy thing about it is at this point I don't even fucking know anymore. I don't know. Is the earth flat? Is it round? You know what I mean? Is it like a spear where it's like it's laid out in a way to look around, but it's really like flat but curves at the end and everything circulate. I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know. But niggas they arguing over it. Oh, you're a flat earther. Like what the fuck is that? I'm like, yo, this is crazy. I had no idea niggas was really about this shit. But unless we have a spaceship, right, unless we've actually left this plane and saw the planets firsthand, who knows what's beyond what, what our existence? Who knows what's beyond? You think it's like, you know, this is crazy, goofy talk, but who cares? You ever thought like, all right, so there's no aliens, right? People believe there's no such thing as aliens. So you're telling me out of all the fucking planets, all of the planets, this is the only planet that has living uh, organisms. Get the fuck out of here. I'm sorry. There are aliens. I don't believe that they're Martians or anything like that. They look like us, but however they live in that environment, they live in that environment. They live in different planets. They have to. We can't be that narcissistic to believe that. It's just us here. It's just us on a planet. There's no other beings on any other planets. There's no other life forms on any other planets. So why are we the unlucky ones to have populated a planet, right? Why? How? Well, people will say, well, there's natural things like for an example, you know, there's um, air and oxygen that's here. That's not on other planets. So people, humans wouldn't be able to live on other planets. Okay, I get it. They're not humans, though. They wouldn't be considered humans because they're on another planet. They're not Earthlings because they're not on Earth. So it would have to be something else. They would have a different um, mechanism or or whatever, breathing in uh, another chemical or another variation of water or H2O or another variation of oxygen that these beings breathe. We can't be the only ones here. All right. Now, I know this is some Alex Jones, spooky sci fi adventure shit, but I just wanted to end things off with something random. Um, it was Saturday night, it's now midnight, so it's Sunday morning, exactly on the dot. I did an episode previously, that was close to an hour, this episode is like an hour and 34 minutes, but it's all good. (coughs) I'm gonna try to have all this shit uploaded, uh, before I lay down, but I'm not going to sleep until probably four o'clock in the morning. Like I said I already went to sleep earlier at like 4:35 o'clock, woke up at like 7:38. Like, yeah, what the fuck? And I remember like, oh yeah, I got to record. And now I recorded, right? So, shout out to Tisa Tells. Um, you know, we got we got a lot more to get into. We still got 10 pages of this documents uh left to go through. I might incorporate that tomorrow morning or I might save it for Tomorrow evening. But as I always say, in the meantime, and in between time, and until next time, Jersey Judah with another episode, another edition of the Crimson Capsule Chapel. Signing out. Peace.